and good morning. It's Thursday, the 5th of April, 2018. Welcome back to Autonomous Cars with Mark Hogue, the first and only regularly updated podcast in the world dedicated entirely to autonomous cars. Today, California allows driverless vehicle testing, two people recreate the Model X crash, and Tesla ramps up deliveries and its stock. All this and more right now. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. So this might seem a rather inopportune or indelicate time to make such an announcement in light of the recent uh, tragic Uber test vehicle crash in Arizona several weeks ago, the horrific Model X accident on the 101 freeway in Mountain View, south of San Francisco, several days ago. But California DMV just announced the effect of April 2nd regulations they had first approved uh, in February have just gone into effect, which allow automakers to start testing fully driverless cars on California's roads. Now, what does this mean at a practical level? Well, uh, California DMV has already allowed, through the issuance of uh, one type of autonomous vehicle testing permits, uh, for semi and even fully autonomous cars to be tested on the streets, but if and only if an, uh, an actual live flesh and blood human backup driver was sat behind the wheel. Well, Now, with these uh, two additional new permits, the testing and even the deployment of level four and level five autonomous vehicles will be allowed on the streets. This means that, in plain English, that fully autonomous vehicles, fully driverless autonomous vehicles, no human driver in the seat for backup, will be allowed on the streets. Uh, To be super clear, though... um, that doesn't mean they're not going to have any backup of any sort altogether. No. What it means is that uh, in the absence of a human t- backup driver in the seat, there will need to be a remote operator. So effectively what the DMV is saying is that these cars will now be road-going drones with a remote operator able to take over as needed and indeed monitoring the vehicle through every single mile it drives. If this sounds uh, vaguely familiar, that's because it should. We reported a couple weeks ago that Starsky Robotics, the autonomous commercial trucking company, they just raised, I believe it was $16 million in a Series A financing round. They, uh, so they're the ones who have a fully autonomous truck for about 98% of the journey, that is on freeways between sort of points A and B, with human drivers remotely operating the trucks for the first and last mile of the trip. This, of course, is practical and indeed very important for two very big reasons. The first of which, it allows for the fast-track deployment of these trucks. And number two, well, it keeps these truck drivers employed. Obviously, one of the big concerns with autonomous trucking that, well, it's going to put a lot of truck drivers out of business. Um, this, of course, is a very big deal because trucking is certainly one of, if not the largest employment industry in the entire United States. So, uh this then is, um, you know, sort of what uh, the California DMV is all about. They're saying, look, we're going to allow testing on the streets, but just make sure you have this backup driver able to remotely operate and control the vehicle in times of need. 
According to TechCrunch, uh, no automakers have yet applied for deployment, and indeed only one company has applied for a permit to test these fully driverless cars. No idea which one yet. I would guess probably Waymo, possibly uh, Cruise Automation. Um, so uh, anyway, very exciting this, because of course, the sooner we sort of fast track and deploy these uh, autonomous fully driverless autonomous vehicles for the road, the better it's going to be for everybody. Remember, 94% of all accidents on the road caused by human error. So it's critically, crucially important that we not let emotion get in the way of uh, logic, that we not let these tragic accidents impede our forward progress, momentum, and deploying these vehicles. So this is a very good move by California indeed. Uh, I couldn't make this stuff up if I tried, but apparently two Tesla owners have tried to, wait for it, to recreate the Model X accident on the 101 freeway in Mountain View several days ago. Uh, Yeah, this sounds pretty wild. Uh, Let me try to sort of walk you through it. Uh, You can kind of understand what what they're trying to do here. I mean, this is obviously a pretty concerning thing. How did Autopilot, uh, which has now, by the way, been more or less confirmed to have been the cause of the crash, that indeed the the driver of the Model X had been relying on autopilot, ignoring its warnings to take control when it when it hit the uh, the barrier between the exit ramp and the freeway lanes. Uh, the exit ramp barrier missing its crumple zone protection sort of area, uh, and this then shearing off the nose of the Model X. So really, really important question is sort of what went wrong and why. So yeah, there's there's actually two videos. You can see these yourself. Um, I found this particular article about this uh, over at uh, thisisinsider.com. There's an article uh, exactly about this, and it's, it shows the two videos here. Uh, two drivers, one in Chicago, one right here in in Mountain View on the 101 freeway, exactly where the accident occurred. So in both cases, the drivers, uh, they've got the, the Model S or X, I don't know which. Uh, it's, it's driving along on autopilot. Uh, and there's an exit lane which is approaching. You can see what's going on here, and it's pretty chilling actually to see because what happens is as the exit lane, you know, its new lane sort of forms from the previous, well, the the car tries to follow the darker of the lanes, which effectively drives it into the center median or the the dividing barrier between the exit ramp and the the main freeway lanes. Um, So one of the videos... The driver sort of takes control very, very quickly and pulls away as well he should. But in the other video, I don't know if this is intentional or he's just, you know, really trying to drive home the point, pun intended, uh, really trying to see kind of just what's going to happen. And well, he doesn't take control. Instead, he ends up finally just slamming on the brakes in the last instant, coming to a stop right before the barrier. It's it's pretty harrowing to watch. Uh, do give it a watch. It's, it's. Um, <laughs> I mean, yay for test drivers. Yay for uh, ordinary people trying to experiment with their own cars to see what, what went wrong. Uh, it's pretty wild. Uh, give it a look. See what you think. Uh, report back here. Let me know. Um, but look, I think the important takeaway from all this is, uh, and I'm not trying to make sort of light or, or be glib about this, about the accident that occurred. I... I, I do think it's pretty incredible, though, that, that we're seeing not one but two videos already surfacing of other Tesla owners trying to test this functionality, see what its limits are. But and, and this is this is great, this is impressive. But I but I think the important thing to take away is, look, 
autopilot is not a fully driverless system yet. It's not. This is what obviously Tesla are working towards, but Tesla themselves, not to mention Elon Musk, have said quite plainly that it's it's not it's not fully baked yet. And I think people need to realize this. I mean, to, to use an analogy, it's kind of like, oh, I don't know, forget autopilot systems entirely for a second. Just think about uh, cruise control or even radar, you know, adaptive cruise control. I mean, nobody blindly trusted those. Um, I mean, obviously, cruise control, you had to take over, you had to brake, and, you know, if there was a car in front of you, the adaptive cruise control systems that use radar, arguably the sort of ancestors of modern autopilot systems, and, you know, yeah, you, you more or less trusted them, but you would still be ready to take over as needed. They often tended to have a real delayed reaction, uh, especially if a car cut in front of you, and so on. So... I don't really get why cars with semi-autonomous systems, borderline semi-autonomous systems like Tesla's Autopilot, why drivers are treating these any differently to simply really, really advanced, really advanced cruise control systems uh, with lane keep assist, because that is essentially what they are. Um, Yes, obviously, there's a lot more sophistication, more bells and whistles, more technology uh, for sure, but effectively on the sort of spectrum of sort of where we are... um, it's important to realize that they are essentially glorified adaptive cruise control with lane keep assist systems, and they should be treated as such and not uh, abused, as it were. So I, I don't know where I'm going with this other than simply to say that, you know, it, uh, I don't know, use common sense. I mean, use autopilot as it's designed, as it's intended. Don't use it the way it's not. Um I think a good rule of thumb is if you, the human, have a hard time seeing lane markings, assume the car itself cannot, uh, and just sort of plan accordingly, take over. Don't be foolish about this. Don't sort of play with your lives or those of others. Use some common sense, be smart about it, and um, you know, accept and embrace and be grateful for this new technology as it rolls out and be excited for where it's headed. And that's kind of all I have to say about this. By the way, P.S., uh, I have managed to get some really great seat time lately myself in a fully loaded Tesla P100D with autopilot, of course, um, and the latest software. So I'm very excited to share with you at some point my uh, reactions, my experiences, my reviews of this as soon as I get a chance here. I want to make this properly sort of fleshed out, and uh, I'll try to do it on sort of a slow news day, frankly. Uh, But uh, I will uh, definitely be sure to post that as soon as possible. All right, so to wrap things up, uh, just a quick note. Uh, on our previous episode, we talked about yet another uh, autonomous EV startup, this one based out of uh, San Francisco, well, Silicon Valley generally, uh, called SF Motors. Now I've just learned there's, a, there's another Chinese EV startup called Singulato Mo- Motors. Yeah, that's a tongue twister. Singulato Motors. Um, Apparently, they've just raised 2.4-ish billion U.S. dollars. Um, they've got a hub in Suzhou in East China. Um, this is notable for two reasons. One, um, because it's not so notable in the sense that, well, there have been numerous electric vehicle startups in China that have been able to raise an astonishing amount of money. Uh, electric vehicles are a really booming thing now in China. On the flip side, it's notable precisely because, well, it's yet another electric vehicle startup. So really exciting this. The car itself, there's a, there's a picture I found over at the uh, fantastic blog Electrek. That's E-L-E-C-T-R-E-K dot C-O. Um, 
to be honest, the car kind of looks like, uh, if you kind of squint a little bit, it kind of looks like the new Lamborghini Urus uh, SUV that was recently released. Uh, due in no small part, of course, to the gullwing doors, but also just the overall shape and the lines, the the rear lights. I don't know. It's got a lot of Lamborghini sort of DNA in it, f- uh, for better or worse. Um, yeah, so so this is pretty neat. Um you know, very exciting, of course, to, to to see all these new these new vehicles uh, kind of ramping up. Um, speaking of ramping up, uh, you may have noticed Tesla's stock lately is doing the sort of high bouncy ball thing. Uh, it's back up to nears makes no difference three hundred dollars. It had dipped as low as around two fifty five ish in the last couple of days. Of course, a lot of dismal news rela- relating to its uh, Model Three rollout, but. Uh, Tesla now has just announced that they've registered a record 4,793 new Model 3 VINs since having ramped up production. This, of course, a really big deal because they had just reached a rate of 2,000 per week. Their goal, of course, is to hit 5,000 per week. So they're, they're really suddenly kind of getting back on track, it looks like, uh, or I should say getting on track to begin with. They never really were on track. Um, so this is, um, you know, this is a really good sign indeed. I mean, um, Model 3, of course, the biggest sort of uh, this will be their real kind of bread and butter for Tesla. And of course it's really been just described as kind of the thing that's going to make or break Tesla in the long run. So this of course is a really exciting thing to see. So bravo Tesla. So that's a wrap. As a reminder, please be sure to upvote and share with your friends and colleagues, this podcast. You can find it of course over at, Apple's iTunes podcasts. If you're listening directly on anchor.fm where I record these podcasts, you can leave me voice messages to which I promise to reply so we can have an engaging two-way conversation. Uh, of course, if you want to reach out to me directly and send me a message, please do so. You can do it at Twitter. My handle is Mark Hogue. That's M-A-R-C-H-O-A-G. Uh, let me know what you think of the show so far. Um, you know, let me know what you'd like to hear more of or, or less of. Obviously, my, my intent is to kind of mold this show around what you like best of all. Uh, to that end, as I mentioned at the close of the previous segment, uh, I am going to loop into one of the future episodes my first impressions, reviews of the new autopilot system in a Tesla P100D, which has ludicrous mode because, of course, it does. Um, and uh, so I'm looking forward to that. Hope you will be as well. Um, but without further ado, uh, that's a wrap for today. Thank you so much for listening. Have a wonderful rest of the day and indeed the week. I think we'll be checking back with you on Monday. So have a wonderful weekend. Thank you so much for listening. Bye-bye. <laughs>